get notifications, and stay updated every time I post a challenge podcast by hitting the subscribe button. Thank you all, and hope you enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. And I've got a very special guest with me today. You might recognize her from that little show called Real World Austin a little ways back, but Miss Johanna Boda, how are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing great, you know, sitting here, snow's falling, what else could I ask for? Wow, you guys got snow too? I'm d- we, Honestly, I think, if I, I think if I hear the word snow or see snow again, I might like, I don't know, like cry. Not because- as much as you guys are getting, not as much, I mean, it's basically not even sticking to the floor, but it's a nice change from rain, so it's something to look forward to. Yeah, we had um, about probably two and a half feet of snow last week, and then it snowed again on Super Bowl Sunday. So then just when we started like losing the snow and it started melting, yeah. it started coming all back. So it, it's been rough, especially for yeah, someone like good. me. Because... Hey, but at least it's like nice white snow and not slushy, dirtyness. That yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the worst. <laughs> But, um, yeah, people were pretty excited when I said that you were going to be joining me today. You know, it's not too often we hear from you too much anymore about the show and such. <laughs> Is that kind of something that, like, uh, and I asked, like, this analogy, too, with, like, some of my other guests. Like, say if, like, you go to, like, a local supermarket and then someone's like, oh, hey, I remember you from, like, the real world Austin. Like, is that kind of something that, like, you know, is, like, weird for you these days or you're kind of open to that? Um, to be honest, it doesn't really happen to me because I live in London. So thankfully, nobody here has watched the show. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm safe. Um, but when I do, when I when I go back to the States and I, I don't know, when I'm like in New York or California, which is where I go when I go back, um, you know, randomly people do recognize me. And it's nice. It's, you know, because it's like a connection. It tends to be somebody around the same age um and they're like oh my god you were the last season i watched or whatever it is um so it's really nice and you know i don't mind talking about it it was a really fun experience in my life yeah i'd say that like most people regard your season as like arguably the greatest real world season of all time because i think it was like during that time period where like your season really is what like got everybody into the real world i'd say at least i mean i guess it depends on what age group you speak to It's true. Um, Like to say that yes, a lot of people said we had a great season, but I mean, by if you look at all the seasons, it's not like ours had anything that was that shocking compared to like the rest of the seasons. You know, Um, I think like the 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 nicest thing or the most different thing that happened was maybe the relationships that came out of that season. Um, but aside from that, you know, we didn't have like, we didn't have like the real world Vegas where it was like crazy fun. Um, so, and the first yeah. Vegas, not the second Vegas. I don't even know yeah. what the second Vegas was. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you hit it right on the head. Like that first Vegas season, I think they had like a pregnancy scare. Like you no, guys didn't they have had you- everything. I mean, or again, it's maybe an age thing, right? That's the season that I remember watching. So, of course, it's ingrained in my head as like, oh, my God, you know, the real world Vegas. That was the season um, where, like, I think of mine as like, oh, yeah, you know, none of us were drug addicts. No, we're, none of us were alcoholics. None of us were murderers. We all got along. Like, what was so special about our season? I don't get it. <laughs> I, I think maybe because people like watching it maybe felt that you guys were giving your authentic selves and it didn't feel like it was um, for the camera. Because I think like nowadays with like how the show has evolved, like a lot of times people do certain things for uh, more airtime or to like get themselves callbacks where I feel like with you guys, you guys were genuinely there for the experience and everything that happened was like pretty organic, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. I think I think we really, we were almost to ourselves, we were boring. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. we just were not trying to do anything to get attention. We were just like actually trying to do things not to get attention when we went out because we were so freaked out that they were going to pick on us for being there with the crew. Um, it, it, I mean, sometimes you'd get the producers, um, you, so we weren't allowed to like talk to them, but we sometimes would call and be like, you guys need to leave the house. Like you can't just 
sit around and read. <laughs> like, come on, like do something. Which is why they planned all these trips for us when we went to Costa Rica or we went like camping. It's because we were all just such losers. <laughs> like we just did nothing. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely shift back into some real world and uh, challenge related stuff. But now I want to kind of shift it back a ways to now we're obviously in. I guess you could call it a new normal now. I don't even know what to call it, but we're we're in this little uh, midst of this new life. I guess you can call it with the pandemic, and you're obviously in London now. How did this kind of uh, how has this new COVID life been for you? Like with the adjustments. Uh, I mean, to be honest, I'm really struggling. <laughs> um, thankfully, I have been very lucky that my work has continued. Um, that nobody in my family has been sick or nobody around me has gotten like badly sick. I mean, we, I've known people that have gotten sick, but not ended up in the hospital or anything. Um, but in terms of, I think, what we're used to doing, it's been, you know, first world problems, I guess. You know, like I was thinking about this today. If I want I live in London, so obviously I can travel to Europe pretty easily, to the rest of Europe pretty easily. And now the idea of picking up and going to a weekend in Paris or Amsterdam or Italy is like a fortune. You just can't do it wow. because it's going to cost you so much money with uh, all the PCR tests you have to do. Um, and it's just such a pain anyway. So that's why I'm like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm in jail in London. Like I, I can't leave. Um, <laughs> somebody that loves to travel I'm struggling with that um I also have a five-year-old and he is a rocket um so he has also been struggling with being at home and you know not being able to have play dates or go to his friends houses um or seeing his grandparents you know he loves his grandparents and he can't see them right now because they haven't had the vaccine I mean, I, I feel like I'm complaining about things that are really not that important. And I'm very well aware of how privileged and lucky I am. But those are the things that are, I guess, bothering me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't even imagine. You just mentioned about obviously having a five-year-old. I just think about all the young kids like that have to like live. Like I couldn't even imagine like when I was younger having to kind of Stay have home? your youth. Yeah, like have you because – during the summer, I worked, like, a part-time, like, I was working, like, with kids at, like, a day camp, um, and then to see them all just kind of, like, come in with their masks on, and, like, it just didn't sit right, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't imagine if I was, like, six or seven having to go play to a playground with a mask on, like, I don't know, that's just, like... So, in England, they're not making the kids wear masks, but I know that in the States, they are, because my friends all have their kids go to school with a mask on and stuff. Um, but still like, you know, I have, like my son, we've been very straightforward with him since he was little about what Corona was, what he needed to do to stay safe, you know, why we're not giving hugs, not to him, but why he's not allowed to give hugs or get too close to his friends, yada, yada. But, but it's still like, imagine like the teenagers who are not in school and are bored out of their mind. But on top of all, the ones that make me feel the worst are all those kids who are at home and home is not that safe place for them, you know, where they're worse off at home than they are at school. And it's just really sad. It's like a whole generation that's going to be, I don't want to call, I don't want to use the word traumatized, but like deeply affected by it in some way. Yeah. I hear everything you're saying, <laughs> but, um, yeah. And I noticed that, um, you actually, are you, what is it? You're like a reporter now. Like what could you maybe explain to us what exactly it is that you do nowadays? <laughs> Try to explain it to myself first. Um, so I do two different things. So I'm a host, a TV host. So I host different things, whether that's like a financial news show or, an entertainment show. It's basically I freelance. So any show that needs a TV host, I will put my name up for it. And if they want me, they can hire me. Um, and that in this country is called presenting. I'm a presenter. Um, and I also do commercials, which I've always done, you know, since real world days. So I will show up to castings and they'll either cast me or not for different commercials. So 
Oh, wow. What, what was that transition like coming out of reality TV, though? Was it hard? Um, yes, it was. I, for me, it was really hard. And I think I could speak for people that I was close to at the time. You know, it was just, you know, we weren't prepared for what reality TV would bring to us, the good and the bad. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think it's very, it's wonderful, all the doors that it opened but at the same time I also think it was really hard to go from being a normal person that nobody knew to not being able to walk in anywhere without somebody having an opinion about you um and expressing that opinion <laughs> <laughs> right yeah that it's like a it, it was talked about a couple times on here that like doing reality tv and then like just things in general i feel like you have like a digital uh footprint like if you get googled like everything like that you've done in the past in the tv like it sticks to you you know what i'm saying so it it's a double-edged sword back in back when i was doing the shows it wasn't so bad um but i, I can't imagine what people go through now with people that do the shows now you know like i I get like frustrated when I hear that CBS All Access or Netflix are airing old seasons of the show because I'm like, oh, for God's sake, like, come on, like, okay. please just stop airing it. <laughs> like, I don't want it up there. I don't need it up there. Like, it, it mainly like, it's not so much that I'm ashamed of anything. It's that, you know, that was like 10, 15 years ago. And if I'm trying to go to work now for a role in something and that stuff is airing and I'm coming off as a douchey person for whatever reason, then that's going to impact my job. So yeah. mm -hmm. it, it's just, it's a, it's like a double edged sword. It was an amazing opportunity, but we all didn't know where it was heading. I didn't think that, you know, 15 years later it would be airing. It's not like a classic film. Do you know what I mean? Like, come mm -hmm. on. Yeah, I hate to take the wind out of your sails, but you're everywhere now. It's the worst. CBS. I know because I get a million followers. <laughs> I know the day that like episodes air because I get so many followers on Instagram, and I'm like, oh no, no, no. <sighs> what what kind of like led you to? Um, try out for reality tv though like i definitely do want you to get into like your process but like before that because i feel like everybody that goes on the real world they're either late teens early 20s and they have like something in mind of like what they're doing they could be college students they could just be getting out of college in the midst of it like maybe what what was it that you were looking to do prior to going on to real world and then how did that like process get you to yeah, real world yeah. austin um, so I was actually in university and college. Um, it was my last year. Uh, and I had applied to Columbia to get my master's in social work. So I wanted to be a clinical therapist. So that that was my trajectory, if you call it that. Um, and I don't know if you obviously you probably know her, Jamie Chung. Jamie yeah. had in uh, on real world san diego and we were friends and she had been in the season and we went to school together um and so i knew about the real world through her um because i had dated like her best friend and so like obviously i was aware of the show and we were friends so it's not like i was a complete novice and i'm like what's the real world you know like <laughs> i knew i knew a lot about it um or a lot about the way it worked and um and I had a girlfriend who was going through some family drama at the time. And she wanted to audition for the real world because she's like, well, how are they not going to pick me? Like, my life is falling apart. Like, I have the best story. I'm not going to say what the story was or else I'll give it away if she ever watches. But so she's like, will you please come with me? And I'm like, oh, screw it. Like, it was at our local bar. I was like, let's go. So we went and while we were all sitting there, one of the casting directors was like, hey, are you are you auditioning? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? Let's do it. So I went in and it was around the time that they really they were looking to cast a person that had been in the army and a person that was opposed to war. 
I mean, that was like, I'm, mind you, I'm talking about this later. That is what I found out later. But this is what they were looking for. And in my first casting audition, I remember that they asked a question about something about how do you feel about the war right now, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and there were all these loud mouths that were obviously just trying to be extra obnoxious to get the attention. And I just kind of sat there and listened. And then they came to me and they're like, well, what do you think? And I just like very calmly was like, you know, this is what I think. And, you know, I disagree with this person. I disagree with that person, but they're clearly just trying to get airtime, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then they were like, okay, everybody go Johanna stay. <laughs> and that was it. Um, and that, that, that's, that's how I got on, I guess. Um, and, and then they called me, I still remember the day that they called me. Um, there's this woman, Dr. Laura, she was the one that called me, uh, and she said, listen, um, I have some news, but I want you to promise me that once this is over, you'll go back to grad school. And I was like, yeah, what has this been? She's like, well, we'd like to, you know, we'd like for you to come on board and be on the show. And, oh, and it was cool because I had just gotten into like my dream grad school, but I was also faced with this choice that was going to be once in a lifetime experience. Um, and, you know, I talked to my parents and I talked to my friends and I just sort of came to the conclusion that grad school would always be there. Uh, mm. But opportunity like this, which is part of a cultural phenomenon, if you want to call it, was not. So, Wow. So, so would you say like the actual process of them like picking you was like pretty straightforward and like, I guess, fast tracked, if you will? I wouldn't say fast tracked. I think they liked me. Look, I'm also a very vulnerable person. So I'm not saying that they were like, oh, she's cool. I'm saying they probably smelled fear. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they're like, well, we can really get her. Like, look, I've never cried before that audition process. I had never cried or talked about family issues. But yet in every single interview, they got me crying about my parents and my family. <laughs> crazy it was like it was like going to therapy but being recorded um and I think that for them was probably a sign that I was open to the process mm. well I don't know if you knew this Johanna but you're indirectly or directly responsible for one of the greatest reality tv titans in history because I don't know if you knew this or not but Snooki actually oh, yeah, auditioned because me. of She's you when I first met her, she's like, you are the reason why I went on reality TV. Um, we met in like Poughkeepsie like a gazillion years ago when I was doing like an event there. Um, and then again, obviously, after she went on Jersey Shore. Yeah, she's really nice. Yeah, she told me. <laughs> yeah, I, it's kind of nuts. So, she's so nice. She's like, I'm, And I'm also like so happy for like everything she's managed to do after. Um it's kind of nuts with her and like her uh, cast members are being able to turn that show into yeah. because, and believe me, I would know because like where they were living all those summers, like I used to go down there for vacation when yeah. I was younger. So it, it, it's kind of nuts that that turned into like what it is now, you know, like yeah. they're still filming <laughs> seasons like. Oh, they're doing all their family stuff. But you know what? Now they're so smart because they have so much more control. Um, of the show where like we in the real world didn't, uh, you know, there's only how many of them? Seven, eight now depends. Yeah. The cast, you know what I mean? But there's only eight of them on like how many seasons is the real world under now, you know, like they right. can have character development. People can invest in them and, and they were fun. I mean, they were wild. They were <laughs> literally wild. Um, <laughs> Oh, good for them. Yeah. <laughs> I wish well, we would have done that. <laughs> yeah, that would have been nice, right? <laughs> yeah. It would have been cool to see Jersey Shore people make a challenge transition, I feel like, though, right? Like, Why I know do they need to? They get paid so much uh, more. Like, <laughs> that's true. That's forget true. Forget it. It's all about the money. <laughs> Once they make the crossover, what's the point? Yeah, I, I'd say, like, probably a day 
in a Jersey Shore house now might equip to what an appearance fee is for the challenge. Like, honestly. Yeah. I mean, they've been getting paid a lot of money for a while, though. I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, while it was still Jersey Shore, like, the first, like, they were doing really well from very early on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if I was them, I would never make the switch onto the challenges. I think a couple of them wanted to do it simply for like, um, like the fun know. of it. Yeah, but yeah, like, I, I get that. Like the challenges are fun for like the activities you do, but not for the money. <laughs> <laughs> no. What 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 was kind of like the uh, appearance and um, everything like for you? Because I know like after um, your real world and such, like that was a big thing at the time where they had you all going on like those bar appearances and such. Was that kind of like uh like a big thing for you back in like when you were first doing your shows yes I believe that we were probably one of the last seasons or one of the few last seasons that really did the whole appearance thing at such a big level um so we I mean it was crazy it was so unhealthy and crazy we basically flew around whole year round from city to city getting paid to show up at bars and clubs, sometimes to give talks at universities or colleges or schools. I mean, shit, I remember I got paid with a cast member, I can't even remember who, right? one of the guys from Vegas, to do, like, a sweet 16. Wow. Do you know, like, it was, it was another life, it was a lifetime ago, and it was fun, but it was just, like, I think about how much money we made from doing like nothing. Um, there were, I mean, I was thinking about this the other night. There were times where we would do an appearance, let's say in the city, in New York City. And then at 12, you'd get into a car to go into an appearance in Long Island. And then the next day you'd be in New Jersey and you do it all, all along like the Jersey Shore. I mean, and mind you, like, we were still drink. We weren't like, oh, we're going to take it easy. No, we were, like, hitting it hard from the first appearance to the last minute of the appearance because we knew that the more fun we were, the bigger the possibility of them bringing us back would be. Wow. Um, so, yeah. So, so were you a fan of that whole uh, thing, or were you kind of, like, over it after a while? Um, no, I was definitely a fan because we were making so much money. It was ridiculous. Oh. True. <laughs> uh, I was like, yes. Um, but I think after a while, it became a little too much. Um, and then so then you stop sort of drinking and you get tired, right? It's all fun when you're like in places where your friends are there. Shit, I even invited my mom out on an appearance once in San Francisco. <laughs> like, because you're so bored. You show up to these places by yourself. You can't just like, you gotta have a very gregarious personality to be able to manage night after night after night to hang out with random people and right. be like the ball of the party uh the bell of the ball sorry um so so yeah i was a big fan but of course it wore out and it was tiring and you just grow up i guess true true we gotta now transition into some challenge stuff so uh -oh. Yep. <laughs> we got to talk about these living conditions on the island because I've had a bunch of stories told on here about some of the guys like sneaking over into production tanks and like uh, stealing food. What what uh what really was those living conditions like on the island? Um, it was pretty bad. I mean, we got dropped off some rice and I don't even like a little crate of vegetables. I think I don't even remember. Um, I don't remember exactly what was given to us, but I do remember that Johnny Bananas always was the cook. For yeah. some reason, Johnny could cook. Um, and he was the one that made the food. I mean, literally, I don't really remember anybody else cooking. I just remember Johnny cooking. Um, I remember eating a lot of rice with, like, coconut milk. I remember people having diarrhea a lot. Mm. <laughs> we were eating. Delicious. Um, and yes, yes, some of the boys, I'm not going to name any names, um, would sneak out. I think it only happened once, to be honest. 
uh, into production to steal some food. And good for them because I get it. I'm, you know, I was starving. I can't imagine that how they were. Uh, right. <laughs> so, so yeah. Yeah, they actually had them living, um, not this current season, but the season before, they had them living in a, um underground bunker in, mm-hmm. um, che- in Czech Republic. So that's why, like, a lot of comparisons started to get drawn to the island and, like, how the living conditions were I mean, not even... Sorry, but I'd much rather be in a fucking island than in a bunker in the Czech Republic. Like, that sounds horrific. Yeah, they, uh, I think the bathroom broke on, like, one of the first nights. So, like, if people had to use the uh, bathroom and check, they would have... It was cold, keep in mind. So, yeah. you had to, like, get in the, up in the middle of the night, put on your jacket, walk, like, I don't know, maybe half a mile to a porter potty if you wanted to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, so. we didn't have a bathroom. We had to go in the woods. I mean, you literally had to take a poo in the woods. Yeah. I mean, okay, it's not, like, in the freezing cold, but it's not great either. Um, you guys were- was in panama right we were in panama yeah wow. but it was hot and it was nice and you know we have hammocks we didn't do shit like look, look the conditions sucked ass but it wasn't a bunker i don't know what the bunker looked like or how cold it was but i was damn glad that i was in an island in hot weather uh, <laughs> yes. so so where would you say like the island ranks for you in terms of like the four challenge seasons that you've done can't remember the island. No, the island was not my last one. Um, the root was my last one. Thailand. The root. No, th- Thailand. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, where does the island rank? I, I feel like with the island, we didn't do that many challenges. So it yeah, wasn't there, like, there, was, there weren't there, that many. It's not like we were looking forward to like doing anything. Uh, the island was just a very boring time. It was so boring, okay, that Coley and I basically plucked every single hair out of our bodies because we were so bored during the day. We would just pluck our hairs. Like, literally, that's how bored we were. Wow. I know. That's a not a fun tip for you, huh? But that's how bored we were. Um, we, yeah, there was nothing to look forward to. I just basically hung out with Coley a lot, um, and we didn't do anything. We just waited, waited, waited until you got sent home. Yeah, now you see Coley. She's like a COO, a CEO, I think. Of like yeah, Coley is. Yes, Coley is one person that I've well met one of a couple that I've remained very good friends with, um, and she's doing amazing. Yeah, <laughs> she's actually the not the CEO. Well, she is the CEO of Bowler Boulder. What's the company called? Bo- Bolero. Bolero. Thank you, but she's the CEO of the Bowling Federation. Wow, I wonder how that came about, right? I feel like she's with she's been with Bolero. It was her first job after the real world. And she literally worked herself up from like a marketing assistant from day one up. I mean, she's earned it. I mean, she is badass. She has great ideas, good personality, and she's and and she's literally worked there for such a long time. She left for a little bit, then came back because they wanted her back so bad. Um so she's good at her job. So I think if there were any challenges, I don't back then. I don't know if anybody would have beat Coley if it came down to bowling. <laughs> no, I don't know if she bowls that great. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, but I do want to talk a little bit now about kind of like one of the more polarizing topics. Just I want to know if maybe <laughs> don't you know, be buckle, afraid to ask. <laughs> buckle up a little bit. <laughs> Okay. Do you maybe have um, any regrets about the whole uh, situation that went down between, um, obviously, you, Kenny, and uh, Wes? Uh, pff, regrets? I think the timing was bad. Um, but I think also a lot of people, fake news, you know what I mean? Like, they don't really understand what happened. Then um, I guess to set the record straight, if you want to call it that, like Wes and I were not in a relationship. We had been broken up for a very long time by then. Obviously, because people watching the show see us together, the last thing they see is Wes being like, I want to marry her. And then like, whoa, she's hooking up with Kenny. What the fuck? Um, but we had been broken up for a long time. Um had Wes asked me, please do not hook up with Kenny. The only one person that I don't mind if you hook up with Kenny, yes. 
Did I do exactly that? Yes. Did I do it on purpose? No. Kenny and I kissed on that episode. I remember that big scene in the water and it was a joke. It was started out as a joke. Like it was like, um, somebody said like we were drunk and somebody said, um, oh, you guys should like make out or something. But I don't know how it went down, but I was like, no, Kenny's like my brother. And Kenny was like, oh, show me. And we started kissing. And then I pushed him. I was like, oh, it's like kissing my brother. And then I think like just hormones must have kicked in and we both went for it. Um, but but yeah, that's how it happened. It wasn't premeditated. I wasn't like, ooh, Wes doesn't like Kenny. And so I'm going to hook up with him. It was like, oh, like I'm bored. He's bored. We're on this island. He's hot. Like, I'm young, like, Jesus, I can make out with someone. Um, so, yeah. Right, yeah. I think many times production sees certain things with, like, editing and such, and they need to create, like, a story. So they're like, all that right, this is what... great storyline. It was a great storyline. I mean, it was, it was a great storyline because Kenny and Wes were semi-rivals in the challenges, you know? I think, look, you're used as a pawn. I'm not... I'm not saying I'm not responsible for it. You know, my relationship with Wes was real. So in that part, I should definitely have taken more consideration of what he said to me. Um, but I didn't do it on purpose. And neither did Kenny. I, I, you know, that's given us too much credit. <laughs> <laughs> was that really why their rivalry, like, started, though? Or did you know of any, like, underlying uh, tension between the two guys before um, that whole thing went down? Like, it kind of, because I think on prior seasons, it didn't seem like they were at each other. But then as soon as that happened, and then you see Kenny in the confessional, like, oh, fuck Wes. Like, I don't, like. I think, look, I think that when Kenny and Evan came into the show, it unsettled a lot of the guys because they were a good-looking, fun duo. Um, and were there problems with Kenny before? No, I don't think there were major problems, but there were enough of something for Wes to say, please don't hook up with Kenny. The only person that I don't want you to hook up with is Kenny. So where that came from, it wasn't like it was unexpected, but there must have been something brewing in Wes you know, before that, um, that had nothing to do with me. I just think it had to do with the competition itself. Like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, that's a question for Wes, not for me. Um, I don't know. I just can tell you what I was told and what I did. Do I regret it? Yes. Um, because, you know, Kenny and I are friends also. Like, we never had a relationship I think that if Kenny and I would have at least had a relationship, then maybe it would have been worth it. But I don't think in the long run, my friendship with Kenny stayed the same way it always was. And instead, I hurt Wes, which was not a kind thing to do. Um, so, Right. Yeah. F fun fact. Um, Kenny actually graduated from the school that I'm currently kind of wrapping up with now. Oh, nice. What school is yeah. that? Um, Montclair State University. It's oh, a school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Bruce Willis actually went here. You know who Bruce no. Willis is? No. <laughs> Who's Bruce Willis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I spoke with Kenny about, um, like, the, obviously, same thing with the schools. Not about, like, what we were just talking yeah. about. <laughs> I scared you for a minute, right? <laughs> no, I mean, even if you talk to Kenny, I wouldn't care if he'd tell you the same thing. Um, yeah, I mean, it was... I, it's sad because I think I think that I think that Wes and I would have been friends after our breakup um, had it not been for that. Yeah, and that kind of carried over big time into the next or next season that you all did, which was the ruins. And he actually told Evan, I believe, that he wasn't showing up. Nobody knew that he was going to be on the season. Did you have any clue that he was showing up? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I knew. I don't really remember exactly, but I don't remember not knowing. Oh, okay. Because they, they, the way yeah. the editing and everything made it sound, at least from what it seemed like Evan thought, was um, he had called. Because um, I think that was the big thing at the time. Like, people call and see who's showing up and whatnot. And I think he called Wes, and Wes said that, like, he wasn't showing up. And then when he showed West up. I probably do that to Evan. Um, I, I mean, I was still in contact with Wes. 
before that. So I'm pretty sure he told me he was going, but I, I don't remember. Um, mm. Yeah, that, that was an explosion because, you know, Wes is a manipulative player when it comes to the challenges. Well, I guess we all are. Um, and he was trying to mix in we. I ended up mixing it in too, but he started it. Mix in like I'm gonna loop. I'm gonna make you lose the money um, <laughs> because I because I don't like you and Kenny. It's like come on, you're like on our team. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, and how did I want to now ask you how that kind of. Uh, shape the dynamic between you and Kellyanne now because obviously you guys did the island together I'm not sure if her and Wes were together at the time of the island filming but yeah they were, they were. Oh, no they not were. the island sorry not the island um the ruins they were yeah the ruins, they were together um the island I don't know because the time their timeline I never asked about um sometimes somebody I think once somebody said that they had already hooked up like they were talking and maybe had hooked up, but they weren't dating. Um, again, like that's the whole thing with like listening to other people and the telephone game. Like God knows what somebody said to Kellyanne that made Kellyanne not like me, that made me not like. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. Some somewhere, some you know. I don't dislike Kellyanne. I never had a reason to dislike Kellyanne, but I have no idea what was told to her and what was told to me. Um, and by the time that they got, we got to the ruins in Thailand, they were definitely together. Um, yeah, they were. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But so, I mean, so again, I didn't care. Like I, I was, I was over West, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and, and I felt guilty about the Kenny thing. So, so would you say like, um, obviously discluding West from the situation, like you didn't have like, um, an, a problem with Kellyanne? No, no. My problem with Kellyanne came from, I think, on the island, her attitude towards me, which I think was sparked from somebody telling her that I had said something that I had never said. Mm. Um, because I didn't know who Kellyanne was. Right, yeah, because I think that was, the island was her first uh, challenge at that time. And I think you did like two already, so... I met her, I had met her once before the island at a bar and we had gone along great. Mm -hmm. And then she showed up at the island and all of a sudden there were problems and I was like. Do, do you feel no. like maybe like the show had something to do with that or just maybe in general with cast members? Do you feel like once the cameras are on, like people's um, maybe personalities change and like how the dynamics change? Look. I think that nobody wants to be the bad guy and nobody wants to look stupid and everybody brings in their own baggage and guilt. I'm not saying this is what happened, but maybe Kellyanne had hooked up with Wes and thought that I knew, but I didn't know, but yet she was acting like I knew. So anything that I did or said, she took to mean something else because she thought I knew. Do you see? Do you see how? Do you see how like that could snowball? And obviously, in a challenge, people are like spreading lies and it's spreading like shit and talking bad about this person, talking bad about that person, and and it's like none of it tends to be true, but it's just a way to like throw you off your feet so that you build alliances or you do this or you do that. I mean, the boys are way more like that than the girls, but. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what happened with Kellyanne. I'd like to tell you. I'd like to have a conversation with her and be like, look, what happened? Um, but I can tell you that I remember Robin in that season. Robin and I had it out. And then I remember after the challenge having a chat with Robin and her telling me like, well, I heard that you said this, this and this about me. All like untrue. All like I had never spoken bad about Robin in my life. Like, wow. but yet she had been told that I had said all this stuff that I had never said. And I'm just like, this is crazy. Like, so this seems like a little bit of a telephone game, right? Like kind of uh, almost like well, in a way, like a high school, like a high school mentality. He said, she said the word yeah. travels fast. Like, 
And now at the stress of being in an island without eating and a whole bunch of money and thinking and basically always thinking that someone's going to stab you, right? Stab you in the back. You really like, you can't count on anybody. Yeah. Did you know that the ruins was going to be your last season or did, did that just kind of. No, I think, I think it worked out to be my last season just because I had such a bad time with the whole West thing. Uh, yeah, I think. But, uh, I'm sure that they tried uh, getting you back at least pretty hard after that, because right after you left was when they really started going hard with like their formats. Like they had a battle of the X's. I'm sure yeah. they would have wanted you there. And then they actually ended up having a battle of the seasons where they had a team Austin that had Danny, Melinda, West, and Lacey. But I know for a fact that they definitely wanted a you and West Danny and Melinda together. Like, there's no way they could. Yeah, I turned. I've turned down a lot of um, the challenges. Still turning them down. Um, wow. I think for me that when I started doing the challenges, they were fun. You know, like I still remember like my first gauntlet, being able to be on the computer and use the phone, and we would go out to parties on our days off because we had days off. Um, and you know, there were days when the cameras were not rolling and you were like free to do whatever you wanted you could go for runs. Like by the time that, and people weren't mean, you know, like they weren't, it wasn't this like cutthroat, awful game. You still like could make friendships. Um, by the time that I did the ruins, our bathroom also broke on the first day. So you had to go with a jug of water before going in so that you could pour it in and get it to flush. Um, you weren't allowed to leave the house because they said it wasn't safe. So you were in the house 24 seven. Um, you couldn't use the phone more than once a week. You didn't have access to internet. Um, you didn't have days off. There were no days where the cameras weren't rolling. Uh, um, I think also as you get older, your production ends up being the same age. And you're like, wait, why are you treating me like a dirty dog? Do you know what I mean? Like, this is a job. At the end of the day, this is my job, right? My job is to come on the challenge and perform. And you're not treating me like a person. You're treating me like a thing. Um, and I think that's... And it started to mix in too much, like, too much real life with with a game yeah it doesn't seem like they have much fun even more because they actually like the rules are much stricter even now than when you were last there but also i'm not a competitor do you know what i mean like and i keep the 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 times that they've called me and said will you come back blah 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 and i'm like no because i'm not fun to watch anymore i'm like I'm not going to create drama. I'm not going to talk bad about people. And I'm not even going to be a good competitor. I'm not going to like, I don't want to throw myself out of planes anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm a kid. Like, I don't want to <laughs> die. I don't want to get injured. Like, that, it's just not what I want to do. So, so you, you said about still turning down. You're still, uh, you've gotten called recently to do uh, challenges? Well, you know, the, the new, um, the, the Mark, yeah, yeah, the OGs, um, that Mark and production had reached out and I told Mark, I was like, dude, I'm not an OG. He's like, yeah, but you are. I'm like, I'm not like <laughs> no game. Like a lot of people are like, oh, I don't know how she got by. And I'm sitting there reading the blogs and be like, I know, I don't know how I got by either. <laughs> like, basically, I'm not a strong competitor in terms of like strength. Like I have endurance. And maybe that was one thing that really I did earn on the gauntlet because you needed a lot of endurance to get through. But like individual challenges, I'm not like a strong person um and i'm not as manipulative as people like to play me out to be i'm just i become I'm, i go in with friends and i expect my friends to be loyal to me do you know what i mean yeah. if my friends aren't loyal to me then i go home but basically it 
I don't know. People seem to regard you highly in terms of like being a savvy political player. They think but that like, uh, I know they give me too much credit. It's like, oh, she mastered. She slept her way to the top. I'm like, sorry, like hooking up with Kenny got me nowhere. Okay. <laughs> if I wanted to sleep my way to the top, I would have slept with Johnny. I mean, like, <laughs> come on. Do you know what I mean? Like, give me a break. Like, it, I, they, they get these ideas. It's like, hello, we're people. These are, this is real life for us too. Like if I wanted to hook up with a hot guy on the show, really, it's my, oh, I must be like politically, like a strategist. Come on. Yeah. I don't know if you uh, heard or not through the grapevine, not this season, but the one uh, in the early 2020 that happened, um, Johnny and Wes actually made a pact and were a two man uh, power trip alliance for the first time. So yeah, and, uh, yeah. John, I saw that, I they, saw that. They, they ended up going pretty far. Um, Johnny ended up winning. Okay. Um, but yeah, they became, uh, I guess you can call buddies. Do you feel like uh, they were, do you feel like there was as much tension as what was being let on that entire time? Because that really started on the ruins. They had like oh, a big blowout, obviously. They hated each other. Yes, they hated each other. Actually, when they became friends, a couple of us were very surprised. Wow. And disappointed. <laughs> Just kidding. No. <laughs> um, no, we were we were definitely um, again. There is stuff that happens on the show for everybody to see, and there's stuff that happens outside of the show in real life that not everybody gets to see. And when they mixed, when they became partners, and then actually maybe became friends. I don't know actually how friendly they are or not. I think it hurt other people's feelings that had taken a side before. Um, right. right, because that was like almost like, for example, I don't know how familiar you are with like Twilight movies and such. Like everyone's like Team Edward, Team Jacob. Uh, like, okay, okay, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I can see. I it's it's the same thing. Like people were like, wait a minute. Like I've been backing you, Johnny, talking shit about West for years, and now you're like in bed with him. I think. Yeah, th there's been some pretty like. When I've asked, like, obviously, people who have done, like, shows with you, like, their thoughts on the alliance, like, there's been, like, several different takes. Like, there's been people that have been like, oh, I wouldn't doubt that they've been buddies this whole time. I ask you this question because I feel like you might have known and had a better insight than uh, most people, considering, I mean, you've known them longer, you know? How about Wes and Johnny? Yeah, like, I feel like no, you might have... they were not friends. They were not yeah. friends. And the hate was real. They hated each wow. other. Both of them. So the fact that that happened was... I mean, obviously, like, challenge gold for the production company, but, um, no, they were definitely, they were real nemesis. That was real. That was all real. Wow. Yeah, yeah but now I want to ask kind of, like, your thoughts now, because we talked about it a little bit um, before we started rolling about how they're pulling from shows. Um, uh, this is kind of crazy, too. Um, they actually, on this most recent season, they got... And America's Got Talent singer. They got a WWE wrestler that they brought onto the show. They even had Olymp like they had Lolo Jones. I don't know. They have Olympic, yeah. I know that they have yeah. Olympic. I mean, poor people. <laughs> they don't know what they're getting into. Um, what, what do you want to ask me? <laughs> I was, <laughs> I, I was going to ask now, like, what's your thoughts on them kind of pulling from, like, a larger casting pool outside of, um, which, which obviously what it always was, was Real World and Road Rules. Do you feel like it's a, um, for both the fans, say if you're a fan, would, is that something that you like? Or, and then, then from a uh, business standpoint, like, what are your thoughts on it? I mean, I think that Bina Murray knows exactly what they're doing when it comes to casting. So I'm guessing that the people that they are casting are good, are good on camera. Um, and does it grab from different demographics that maybe before they hadn't hit? Yeah, of course. If you grab an Olympic winner of some sort, an Olympian of some sort, you're going to get a lot of people that before hadn't been into the real world or the challenges in the same way um you know we were we on the well what the hell was it called fresh meat were like appalled that they had grabbed random people were like ah who are these losers that didn't make it on the real world um and we all got used to it and it became a season of its own and now they're just grabbing other people from other so it's fine i guess like 
I guess what I'm trying to say is it makes sense from a business point of view. And from a fan point of view, I think you get to like them the same way you get to like them on the real world or the same way you get to like them on fresh meat. Um, so. Right. I think a lot of people that are expecting there to ever be a fresh meat again will be pretty bummed out because I don't see that happening. No, because now there's enough reality shows to grab from other reality shows. At the time, at the time the fresh meat happened, there weren't really any other reality shows except for like the Hills. Yeah, that was a big one at the time. Yeah, that was a big one. But those kids, again, they weren't going to come on the challenges because they were like the Jersey Shore. They were like, nope, we're going to stick to our thing and we're going to, I guess, be exclusive or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And uh, now in closing, just, you know, who who are maybe some cast members that you uh, still keep contact with? I know a bunch of people always want to know, like, where's Danny at? Because he's someone that's pretty uh, off the grid now from your cast. Danny is off the grid. Um, (laughs) Danny, I have not spoken to, to be honest, in years, but I do. I am friends with him on Facebook, so I know he's like married and is in Boston and is happy as far as I can see. Um, Nehemiah, I talk to occasionally through like Instagram. I think he visited me last time I, when I was living in New York and we saw each other and, you know, we always, I guess, go back and forth mainly on like chat. Um, Melinda and I still like text each other, um, and good friends. Um, same thing with Lacey, same thing with Rachel. I mean, Rachel's so busy and she's, I'm pretty sure still starting to become like a doctor she ended up oh, wow. a physician's assistant which is basically like a doctor um and then she was going back to school she's got three kids i mean i don't know where she finds the time that woman um that the people that i talk to the most that i'm still very close to are evan um he's the godfather to my son um and coley um and, you know, occasionally Kenny, when I see something funny, I'll send it to him. And um, I forgot what it what it is that I, oh, somehow on my feed, something from one of, like, the deliberations, eliminations things came up where, like, Evan had totally screwed us over. And I sent it to him, and I was like, that motherfucker. <laughs> and he's like, if he would have only stayed with our plan. Um, so we joke about stuff like that. Um, but, yeah. Wow, and, like, that's there's incredible. people that are occasionally chat with, like, Ryan, Kehoe, Paula. Um, but I, I would say Coley and Evan, Melinda, Nehemiah, Lacey, Rachel, Kenny. Yeah. Wow, I love it. But um, I really appreciate you taking the time to do this with me today. And uh, hopefully you had a little bit of fun uh, kind of I going back. reminiscing. Setting the yeah. record straight. I was not dating Wes. <laughs> yes. That, that, thank you for uh, being so out and open with talking about it. I'm not going to lie. Before uh, we hopped on here, I was like, I was kind of sweating a little bit whether or not I should uh, bring it up. You know? No, you but. can bring it up. It's good. It's good. I think it's hard because a lot of people assume things. And what are you going to do? Right. <laughs> thank you again. <laughs> yeah, no, you, yeah, I'll let you know. Good uh, luck when with this everything. Is out. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Bye. Have a a good one.